Well, I was given a word, and I am going to say um, no apologies whatsoever. It is all, um, the Lord dropped it in my heart and spirit specifically for women, but I want you to know, this is not like we're all good. Well, I'll just check out. We'll just go go out there. Y'all stay here. And it's not like you're eavesdropping in on a women's conference or something like that. That's that's not what this is all about. There is a word here for all of the body of Christ. It just happens to be that I think that the Lord wants the women to taste it and see what it's like and pass it on. Any good chef knows, you might not know this or not, but anything that I've made in my house, I've tasted before I gave it away. All good chefs taste as they go. They taste as they go. They taste as they go. People say I'm a great, great, I have great things come out of my kitchen. That's because I tasted it all. I ate it all. I made sure that it was good. And if I like it, I know you'll like it. And that's the way I want you to see it. Ladies, I want you to stir your heart and I want you to Get ready to taste it first and then give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away. Oh, that's good. Okay, I'm giving that away. Okay, this one's good. That's. It's not like we get our germs all over it. That's not what I do, right? But I get to taste it, and then I say, wow, that's a good one to give away. So you have full permission to look at some lady. This isn't about mothers, although it is Mother's Day. Look at some lady that's next to you, and it's like seems like it's every other, every other. Look at her and say, you go first. Go ahead, say it. You go first, you go first, you go first, you get to eat it first. So this is all about, and I, this is the word that the Lord dropped in my heart is that your I will can change things. Your I will. So it's a, it's a dedication. I was, as many of you uh, know, I was reading a lot about Gideon. So I learned from Gideon here, female kind learned about a guy warrior, I, do I look like a guy warrior? I'm the furthest thing, but I learned. So guys, you can learn from these women examples, okay? I was reading all about it, um, and I um, started to see how in the book of Gideon, so I was looking in, or book of Judges, I was looking in the chapters before and the chapters after, trying to just really immerse myself in it. And the book of Judges really is just this pitiful commentary of a really bad movie of where they just did not get it. it, it oh, my goodness. It's, it's frustrating. It's absolutely frustrating. Have you ever watched a movie where you want to say to the person, stop, stop. Don't you understand what you're doing? No, don't go there. No, don't go there. Don't say that. Oh, my gosh. Will you just shut up? It could all get fixed. And you're talking to the, to, it's just so frustrating that people don't get what you're saying. You know, and that's what it is like in the book of Judges. Is that slide up there that there is a, the, the slide that talks about the, the judges and in the book of Judges where it says they didn't, it's full of these, they did nots and it's like it's, they did not, they forgot. It goes over and over. It says they did not know the Lord and the work that he had done. They did not know how uh, to drive out the enemy. They did not know how to listen. They turned aside quickly. They didn't follow what the fathers said. They did not remember what the Lord God said. They forgot. They did not serve. It goes over and over and over. So frustrating. And it's like it just didn't stick. Even, even Gideon's deal, the victory that he got, it just didn't stick for a whole generation. By the time Gideon 
and family died and all his sons, so did it. And they went right back and they were overcome again. And it's just this roller coaster ride. And as I was reading it, what the Lord dropped in my heart was, yeah, but your I will can cancel their did not. Your I will can impact their did not. And so I want to say to us, ladies especially, you stir up your courage. Your I will can cancel the did nots and the forgots. And I want to show you some powerful women examples in the word of God that everybody can learn by. If I can learn from a warrior Gideon or from a little David slinging a stone and bringing down a giant, you can learn from these women that are in the Bible. It is a powerful thing. So women, get an I will in your heart. Women, get a steadfastness in you and go with me and let something impact your heart and spirit. I pray that an I will drops in your heart and it infuses you with strength, just like it infuses me with strength when you hear a word from the Lord. So let's look at this first, first Bible lady. This first powerful woman is Deborah. Deborah was actually called a, a mother in Israel. I think she actually called herself a mother of Israel. And she, it, it's not, it doesn't even say who her kids are. So um, we're not even sure that she had children from her loins. We, we have no idea. But we do know that she was a prophetess. I'm going to tell you really quick. She is a prophetess in the house. And in those days, when a prophetess, when, a, when a, there was someone where the anointing came upon, everybody came to the city to get judgments because they all wanted to hear from God. They all wanted to know, what does God say about this dilemma? What does God say about me? What does God say about my family? And people were coming to Deborah for that. So she sat in a certain place. Everybody knew she was in that certain place. And she went and she judged because she was a prophet. Well, one of these days she had a word for the military and she sent word to the military leader. And that time it was Barak. And she sent a message over to this commander of an army and said, Barak, you need to go. I think it's in um, Judges 4. The, t the story is in Judges 4. And um, she says to Barak, the leader of the army, and she said, the Lord God of Israel has a commanded, go and march out, take 10,000 men, and I'm going to draw out the enemy army to you. And the leader of that place, is his name is Sisera, the leader of that enemy um, army, I'm going to draw them out to you, and you're going to take care of it. And he said, well, I will go if you go. And she said, wow, so this is the first I will. She said to this big, brawny soldier, I will certainly go with you. I will go with you. So your first I will is, I will enter the battle. I will enter the battle. It's not for somebody else to do. It's for you to do. The Lord wants you to enter the battle knowing that the victory is already won. That's how she went. She said, I know God. I know what he said. I know he's going to win. I will go with you. Now, it, I doubt very much that she suited up and pulled back, you know, an arrow or whatever. I, I doubt that. But she may have been that Joan of Arc person. I, I really don't know. But I, what I do know is that she was there for strength and to bring the word of the Lord to every single person there. They all got strength because they knew the word of the Lord. 
Deborah, the one who held the word of the Lord, was with them. Be willing to enter into the battle with people and keep speaking to them what God has said. Keep stirring in them. Stir up the good word of God inside of you and speak out what the word of God says to your family, to the people around you. This isn't just for mothers again. This is for everybody who's around you. Women, stir it up inside of you and be willing to enter into the battle. Now we know that uh, it is really a spiritual battle, right? And they were facing someone face to face. Well, while she was there in that battlefront, I am going to kind of hoppity right along here because I want to stick to not necessarily focus on these women, but on the I wills. I, I really believe the Lord wants to infuse us with a I will. I will. Uh, a number of months ago, uh, I think it was like October or November, I was praying with our staff right over here. Jonathan was on the keys. We were we were praying, we were playing, and, it, and what came into my heart I was, was a scripture out of Proverbs that said, I, uh, those that faint in the day of trouble, their strength is small, and I didn't even know where to find it. I just knew it was Bible. Those that faint in the day of trouble, their strength is small, and out of my spirit, the Lord erupted words like I, I didn't get a choice. I, I said, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, I will not faint in the day of battle. We will not faint in the day of battle. And that's what I want to have come inside of you. I will not faint. These days are tough. I will not faint in this day. I am going to enter. I'm going to get that I will. And that's what I want to infuse inside of you, the I will. While Deborah was in this place over there in the battlefront, way over on the outskirts, there was another lady. You got to read this story. Someday I'll bring it out, but you got to read this story for yourself in Judges. There was a woman who was not choosing to go into the battle. She wasn't asking for the battle. She wasn't asking for the enemy. And the enemy came to her tent. Her name is JL. JL said, I will face the enemy. The enemy came to her tent. She wasn't in the battle, but she faced the battle, and she faced the enemy, and she said to herself, I will face the enemy. And this is what it says about J-L, J-A-E-L, J-L, Judges 524. Most blessed of women is J-L, the wife of Heber the Kenite. Most blessed is she of women in the tent. This little lady took out a warrior, like literally. Old Testament, they killed people. She literally killed him. And I want us to know, we're not talking about killing people. We're talking about killing the spirits that are coming against us. <laughs> we're talking, we had a tremendous prayer night on here on, on Thursday. And it talked about, come on, take up your shield and you forge out there and you walk with a spirit of love and you do not shy back and you speak identity to the people that are around you. There is stuff on people all around you and you've got to get an identity um, spoken inside of people. You, you've got to get, you have to see what the Lord is saying and say, I am going to enter the battle for you and I'm going to say who you really are. You think you are, but I'm going to say who you are, and I'm going to be vocal about it, and I'm going to enter this battle, and I'm going to take out the enemy that is around me, and I'm going to ha have a generation, uh, a multiple of generation of who serves God. 
That's the way the Lord wants it. He doesn't want it to just be a spurt or a, or good for just while I'm alive. He wants it to go on and on and on. It's, it's like finances, you know. When, when somebody makes good money and they want to pass on inheritance, then that gives the next generation the ability to make even more money. That's the way technology is supposed to be, too. Wow, we've got this breakthrough. So that means that we don't have to, re, you know, we didn't reinvent the car. We improved the car, right? We, we didn't reinvent the computer. They just keep getting better. They keep getting better. That's the way it's supposed to be in the kingdom, too. The breakthroughs that I have are supposed to be my kids' floor. You know, I reached for it. I strove for it. It's supposed to be their foundation for them to go further. The talents, even, like the abilities that I, I fostered in, in, inside of me. I actually taught my wonderful people all that flow and worship. And I get the divine privilege to say I taught them how to play guitar. That was me. That was me. I did that. Now did they far surpass me? Yeah. I thought I forced Jonathan to sing out loud. Aren't we glad I forced Jonathan to sing out loud? Yeah, I did. I put him at the keys and I said, come on, we're homeschooling. I want you to sing out loud. I can't. Yes, you can. You can sing out loud. I know there's something. Like, I can't. Yes, you can. You can think about I can't. Yes, you can. I know who you are. And we're so glad he sings out loud. Because we saw something in somebody and we spoke it into them. And that's the way it's supposed to be. That's the I will that I want to have in part. Come on, ladies. Ladies, I do believe the Lord is calling you in specific to go first. You're, in, you're sensitive of heart. You can hear his voice. And then you're going to taste it and you're going to say, this is good. You do this too. Amen? So, Jael, she was brave. The other I will brave person was Esther. You knew I was going to get to Esther. Esther had an I will in her. She said, I will be brave. If you don't know the story of Esther, you got to read it. It's in the entire book. It's a phenomenal story. But she didn't, uh, I want you to know that she she didn't just do a, a one-time act, but she she went before the Lord and she got a whole strategy. We kind of think it's got to be one prayer. That didn't work. Now what do I do? No, we go before the Lord and we get a strategy. She got a strategy to attack the enemy that was coming against her. Do you know that she had the divine privilege? She had just a, a wonderful privilege to reverse curse that was on her entire people. There you go. We get the ability to reverse curse, the curse of sickness, the curse of poverty, the curse of injustice, the, the things that are cloudy in our, in our culture right now, we get to reverse that thing. We get to reverse that thing. And the Lord's going to give you strategies how you can do it. Like Deborah. Deborah didn't have a microphone and she didn't have a podcast. She didn't have a, a YouTube. She didn't have followers. She went, maybe they wrote it down and they said it to company, company, but I think Barack had her along so that she could in use the word of the Lord to company after. I bet you they lined up the soldiers, come right past her. And she spoke the word of the Lord. She spoke the word of the Lord. She infused strength. She laid hands on. She laid hands on some and they laid hands on the rest. One by one by one, women. Do not discount the fact that you do not say, I am not heard. Chelsea and I kind of joke around at our house. Um, when everybody is there and all those guys are in the house, 
We sit around the table. Lauren's experienced it too. Lauren just gave up. She doesn't say much. She's at the table. She waits for her moment. We, we say something and it bowl over and you kind of go, I look at Chelsea and I said, I heard you. <laughs> it's just one of those things, you know, you got to know that your voice is heard by heaven. Your voice is heard by heaven. And that's where you need to go first. God's listening to you. God's putting something inside of you, and he wants you to voice that to him and find it. Find it in the shift of the things in the spirit realm. Amen? So Esther, she was given a strategy. She didn't do it in a one-time step, and she didn't do it alone. I want you to say, see, in this uh, passage here, is that up there? Roman? Yeah, there it is. Ephesians. It's none of Romans, and it's not Ephesians. Good grief. It's Esther. I just said that. It's Esther. Yeah. <laughs> Romans, Ephesians. Where does that brain go? Isn't that funny how that works? Isn't that funny? Anyway, Esther, back on track. Esther said, go gather all the Jews to be found in Susa because you know the story. And if you don't know the story, read it. And, and hold a fast on my behalf. So she told her uncle, get everybody together. Let's band together. She did not do her strategy alone. Fast with me. And then I'm going to fast with my ladies. So ladies, I say, get some ladies. Get some people you can confide in. Get some people that know your heart. Get some people that you can pour it all out to. Get some people together. Bind together. I'm going to fast with my ladies. Y'all support me. You go with me. And then I will go into the king. She, and if I die... I die. And that's what she said. I will go. I will grip it. I will go. Be brave, women. Be brave. I will be brave and go. There's another one. I will fear the Lord. I will fear the Lord, fear the Lord more than the opinion popular around me. I will fear the Lord more than being rejected by somebody when I said, can I pray for you? Or rejected by a family member when I want to give godly wisdom. More, I will fear God more. I will fear the Lord. You knew I was going to say it. It's Mother's Day. you got to talk about Proverbs 31. There it is. <laughs> a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. A woman who fears the Lord will be praised. It is fearing God more than fearing people. Fearing God more than popular opinion. It says also in Proverbs 23, I don't have this one up there, in verse 17, don't let your heart envy sinners, but live in the fear of the Lord always. Certainly there is a future and your hope will not be cut off. If you fear God, you have an access to find hope. We're going to get to hope in a minute. But if you fear God, you have an access to find hope. And isn't hope needed? Right about now, hope is needed, isn't it? Here's another I will, powerful I will. This is from Mary, the mother, Jesus' mother. I will carry the promise, she said. I will carry the promise. She was chosen and she said, I will carry the promise. Jesus would not have been here had someone not said, I will. Isn't that true? Someone's got to say, I will. And I volunteer us to be the one to say, I will. 
Is there an I will? Ladies, can I hear an I will out of you? Wow, that was good. That was good. There is a, there is a carrying. There is a nurturing. And even in um, the Passion Translation, this is wonderful. This is for moms. The Passion Translation says the same verse, I will carry the promise. Yes, I will be a mother for the Lord. Isn't that beautiful? Yes, I will be a mother for the Lord. The, the whole thing of life and the, the pro-life and pro-choice, that is coming to a point. And it's going to come to a point near you. It's going to come to a point legislatively near you. He's going to ask you, the Lord is going to ask you to get involved in a way, some way. Not just women, all of us need to vote properly. All of us got to get on that campaign. If we squash out life before life starts, we don't have a generation. We have got to, did you know that some, some, I've, I've heard some folks talk about millennial generation. You've heard the millennial generation thing, right? And um, I was just on a prayer call this morning and someone was there and she was, I'm sure she was probably 28, 30 years old, something like that. And she was saying, I've never, I, I haven't been proud up to say I was a millennial because millennials have so many things against them. They're like they, they, there's, there's not, it's not a glowing report of, of what millennial stats are in the kingdom right now, but it can turn. And she said, I wasn't very proud of it. And the Lord said, you can make a difference. You can start speaking. In other words, there was an I will in her to change and switch things around. And if you have anybody in that category that is, you know what the, the, the blight against the millennials is that they were the first generation when abortion was legal. And what was ripped away from them was that you're not important. Live for now. You don't have an identity. That's what was ripped away, kind of like as a blanket over the entire generation. So we need to be faithful. That was the other thing that thundered through other prophetic. We had a prophetic time on Thursday. And we, I stirred up the prophetic gift, and different ones made declarations of prophecy on Thursday night. It was tremendous. And that was the other thing that was spoken out is we must speak identity to the people that we see. So, ladies... There's people all around you that don't know who they really are. And you can have a, an insight and a revelation, and you can say it, you can counsel it, you can pray it, you can write it, you can text it, you can send it off, you can, you can sing it as you drive around, you can speak it to them over and over and over. I cannot tell you how many times when I've prayed something, the Lord has confirmed to me that it made an impact in the very person that I was praying for, in the very hour that I was asking. It is powerful. Ladies, you need to also know the power of testimony. Do you know that the power of testimony is this? If you say, wow, God was really faithful to me, what that does is it infuses confidence and strength into the other person that God does that, God will do that for me. That's legal, that, that's allowed, that's there, that's, that resource is available. Yes, so I want to loose your tongues to speak out about what the Lord is doing in you internally. Talk about how you got encouraged. What were your personal breakthroughs? How is it that you overcame, say, depression? 
How did you overcome mental fog? How did you overcome poverty? How did you overcome a, 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 a victim mentality? How did you overcome uh, abuse from, from your childhood? How did you overcome being neglected? How did you overcome? That's your testimony. And you speak those words and how you overcame infuses the people around you with the ability, wow, I, I can too. That's available for me. Your testimony is powerful. It's not just your hidden place of prayer, which is. Your hidden place of prayer and fasting is absolutely powerful. But get some words in your mouth and speak it and stop being afraid of how it's going to be received. All you're saying is, you know what? I'm going to tell you what God did for me. This is the way God is. And say it. And say it. And say it. And say it. And your situation, your people around you can't can't come against what your testimony is. It's in you, right? You're not trying to convince them of a, a, of a thesis and a doctrine. You're telling them, telling them what God did for you, and it infuses strength in them. So tell your stories. Tell your power's testimony. You know, the word, um, Francis Frangepane, we have one of our Bible studies to uh, this, this little small group. So they're doing the three battlegrounds. Francis Frangepane has this testimony. He is somebody who wrote the book called three battlegrounds in, I guess, like 70 other books. He is, he is current, alive today, and he's made it his business to engender uh, prayer because he has studied history, and before every move of God, there's been a movement of prayer. And he himself, uh, he must be late 60s or so, he was saved in the Jesus people movement. You've heard of the Jesus people movement, right? It was right after the hippie days, the flower child. Okay, they all were the Jesus people movement. Anyway, he was saved during that time. And he said, Lord, I have seen revival and this pattern of prayer revival, prayer revival, prayer revival, all throughout the generations, except for this one. When I got saved, I didn't see the, um, how the prayer movement. So I'm going to quote from his article. He wrote this. So I asked the Lord how revival could occur without a prayer movement as its source in the Jesus people days. The Lord quickly corrected me in saying that there was a great prayer movement. He had heard the prayers of a million praying mothers, each crying to him for their children. God heard the cries of believing mothers. His heart was touched, and as a result, multitude of sinful kids found repentance and salvation in Jesus Christ. This is the army that God desires to release again today. But now, with more vision, more power from the Holy Spirit, with the support of men as well. So women of God, the fact is, heaven needs you. You have been created by the Almighty to birth breakthrough on planet Earth. Thank you for that testimony. Your prayers make a difference. You create breakthrough for other people. I may have, um, cat, I may have blown right past the, uh, the verse out of Psalm, Psalm 68. I, I want to bring that up. Psalm 68. I don't even know where it is. I, but it talks about the great army. There it is. Psalm 68, verse 11 and 12 talks to us in specific as women. This is awesome. God Almighty declares the word of the gospel with power. And the warring women of Zion deliver its message. Have you considered yourself a warring woman? God does. 
the warring women of Zion deliver its message. The conquering legions have themselves been conquered. Look at them flee. Now Zion's women are left to gather the spoils. God is inducting us to get a fight in us, to get an I will in us, to get a determination in us, to, to stir in us in this hour. I'm not going to faint in this troubled day. I'm not going to back up in this troubled day. It doesn't matter what's taking place around me. God is calling us to make and shift a difference. We've all heard it from one way or another that the Lord is calling the church to step into a place of authority. I say, women, you go first. Do not wait for a program. Do not wait for someone else to pull the trigger. Do not wait for someone else to get the blog together for you. Do not wait for someone else to go first. Stir it up inside of you. Stir up what the word of the Lord is inside of you. In fact, right now, before I go on to the last one, I will hope. I want you to put your hands on a lady that's near you. Every lady, every female person should have a hand laid on them. Every female should have a hand laid on them. I want the women of this house, young and old, to be imparted with strength and to be imparted with virtue and to be imparted with courage, to be imparted with the intuitiveness from heaven. Oh, that they would understand and hear the voice of God. We talked about hearing God's voice before. I say that each one of these ladies and you at home, lay hands on yourself if no one's near you, hear the voice of the Lord. That these women will hear the difference between God and the enemy. Gone are the days to know, is that God? I don't know. Is that God or is that me? It's probably both. Yes, it's probably both. He probably wants to stir up your voice so you can hear his voice. What mostly I pray right now is that they will hear, uh, they will hear the enemy's voice and, and disregard it and put it down and squash it under their feet. They will not be discouraged. I pray for quietness of soul to be in them. Quietness of soul to be in them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Do this in them. Amen, amen. The last one is, I will hope. I will hope. Women, say, I will hope. Okay, did it feel good? Did it say right? All right, then serve it to your brother. Come on, everybody, say it together. I will hope. Hoping makes you look better. And who is this example? It's the women of, women of old, is what it says. Women from long ago. Women from long ago in 1 Peter 3, 5 says, Holy women of long ago who had their hope set in God beautified themselves. It makes you look better. Hope, stir up hope. This is an hour. It's dark. It's gloomy. Sometimes it can be discouraging. People are discouraged left and right. Politics didn't go their way. Oh, there's another mandate. Oh my gosh, there's another limitation. Or, or why isn't this happening? Or all oh, the finances. There, there's a lot out there. There's a lot, there's a lot out there. But women, serve up hope in the people around you. Taste it yourself. Stir up hope. I will hope. The enemy wants to bring Lots and lots and lots of division. Racial division, we've seen that campaign. The enemy wants to bring racial division. The enemy wants to bring female, male division. He wants to bring county division. I've heard that. 
from one county to another. I was just in Topeka. Oh, you're from Johnson County. Huh? There's a county division. There's division, division, division. The enemy's after division. You know why the enemy's after division? Because if he can isolate and separate and make it feel like you don't connect to me, he wants to bring generational division. If the enemy can make it feel like, well, you can't relate to me, then you're cut off. We say no. I will stand in the gap and not allow division. I will hope in God and bring the goodness of God and the testimony of God. Listen to this verse. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. I am going to hope in him. Psalm 71. I will hope continually, and I will praise you yet more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all the day, for their number is past my knowledge. With the mighty deeds of the Lord, I will come. I will remind them of your righteousness, yours alone. Oh God, from my youth you've taught me, and I still proclaim, I will proclaim your wondrous works. Even to old age and gray hairs, oh God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation. Your power to those who come. Your righteousness, oh God, reaches to the high heavens. You have done great things, oh God, who is like you. Get an I will see the greatness of God. I will hope in the greatness of God. I am going to make him big to me and to mine. I'm going to enlarge who God is in my brothers and sisters. Is there an I will for you? Your I will can change there did not. You are not a victim of culture. You are not a victim of whatever is being broadcast loud in media. Your I will can change. There did not and there forgot. So let's say this. That's just a gentle reminder here. I will get in the battle. I will be brave. I will face the enemy. We're going to say him in just a second. I'm going to say him for you and then yet yeah, you're going to join in, okay? I will face the enemy. I will fear the Lord, I will carry the promise, and I will hope. And I think that, ladies, I want to hear your voices say these, because the Lord is calling out an army. You feel unheard. You feel locked away. You feel like disregarded, and you're not locked away. Your most powerful place, most powerful place, is in that place of prayer. And you, you face the enemy right there for yourself and for those around you. So ladies, you got your voice on? You got your I will in there? Let's say it loud and clear. I will get in the battle. I will be brave. I will face the enemy. I will fear the Lord. I will carry the promise. I will hope. Now taste it. Mmm, that's good. And serve it. All around. Amen. Do you receive that? Be blessed. Be blessed. Guys, this was a word for you too. This was a word for you too. We have got to find our foundation. We've got to find our stability. We've got to get a stand and not be quiet.